difficulties and just bragged about it just the other day to my sister. I said, you know what? God has been good. For the last two years, there have been no technical difficulties, no glitches in the system. Things have been good. Then I knocked on a little wood, but I guess it was plastic. Get here today and the computer don't want to work and the app didn't want to work and we're off the air. But I said, you know what? Wait a minute. Hold up. Got the computer up. I called the app people, let them know they working feverishly to get us back on the radio. But nonetheless, I said, Tall, let's try it anyway. Let's see if we can do a little something on Facebook Live. Then I had to remember this, Tall. We're still uh-huh. being broadcast on the BBC Global OS. We're still broadcast on Spotify and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So therefore, I can't just not do it. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's a whole bunch of thousands and thousands of people on other platforms that are waiting to hear us, Tall. So here we are this morning. Hey. All the way live, like Lakeside. <laughs> slide, slide, <laughs> simply slide. Forget about your troubles in your nine to five. Come on. Hello. Just say hello. Just say hello. That's what you do. Ha <laughs> That's my heart right there. That's what we do. <laughs> and then I know my sister, your only fan other than Denise, would have been devastated if she couldn't hear you. And I said, you know what? Let me get back on the air so we can at least get on the Spotify and the other platforms that the podcast is being heard so she can listen to you later while she's doing her thing, working out and stuff. Listen, Todd, we've been watching you. I'm not going to even try to be no hater today. I'm not. I'm not going to even do it, God. Maybe that's what's been happening, the hate. And he allowed yeah, the yeah. system to, to, to crash because I've been hating on you. Side-eyed in your stories. Talking about, Don't take all that and... He need to stop doing all this flossing and stuff like that. I told you last night, I said, you need to put a blouse on. You look mannish. You know, anything to just try to discourage you. But today, Tall, because I need this app to come back up, I'm going to just say, Tall, I ain't mad at you, boy. You didn't buffed out there, boy. Yeah, boy, you're buffing out right there, boy. <laughs> hey, man. We're 22 days, 21 days into the new year. Mm. What you going to do with the rest of them? But see, I don't like that. I don't like that statement. I don't like that statement. I started to say something about that statement because you don't know what people doing behind closed doors, okay? Everybody, really ain't, put, everybody ain't putting their little work out. And then you're going to tell Paul, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Hickman, she can jump on that bandwagon. Dr. Hickman and Joey, they be doing that thing every day. You act like her walking ain't nothing compared to what you got going on. How you going to tell her she can jump on the fitness bandwagon? She been doing it. Wait. She 
came in and laid into the little old comment. <laughs> so I had to figure out a way to kind of snap back, you know, in a, in a nice way. You yeah, you got to respect her now. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't disrespect the doctor. In a nice way. But she was very nice when she said, because I'm discerning. I heard what she said. She said, watch and pray. And that was a sly word to say, ooh. <laughs> I better watch and pray because this boy looks like a whole snack. I think that's what she meant. But I don't I'm gonna stay out of that. Okay. And so we yeah. saw your little lies. I mean not lies. We seen your stories. We seen you buffing up. We seen you doing your little thing. And you're looking good though. I got to say, you're looking good. And I'm glad that you are keeping that mask on because you are at the gym and all that sweat is flying and carrying on. But you you you've been very committed, you know? You are our inspiration. You really are. You're right. the inspiration. I mean I got up this morning and it was cold. I really wanted oh, yeah. to say forget it. <laughs> but because I knew you was at somebody's gym, that made me go on down them stairs and do what I do. But thank you, Tall, for being the inspiration that you are. I heard one of your family members kinda hate on you a little bit. You said, let me just inspire the people. <laughs> Let me inspire somebody, man. You know, somebody. Somebody what, somewhere needs an inspiration. What do you say? What you, you doing? Know. Pictures now? Yeah. <laughs> that blessed me. I need to meet them. That blessed me right there. <laughs> that was trying to hit Shady for whoever that was. Whoever that was. Talk, hit Shady for me real quick. Shady. Don't you know we love you, sweet Shady? Well, well. That's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But nonetheless, Tal, what is keeping you focused? What is keeping you? Good morning, Denise Washington. What is keeping you committed to do what you're doing? Man, I just keep thinking about, you know, all the people that's leaving here. I think about my dad that didn't even live to see 50. Mm. And so, you know, I don't want to be, I know what it felt like losing him at such a young age. So I don't want my kids to go through that and feel what I felt. But I know that we all going to have to leave it sooner or later. But I'm going to do what I can do. Stay around a little longer. I like that, Tom. I like that. You, you touched my heart right there. The part that, that, that's still a little soft, you touched right there in that part right there. I didn't even know your dad died that early, honestly. And I know that as a man, that has to weigh on you. A lot, but you're doing an excellent, excellent job. You know, I wanted to tell you the other day I went into um, to Walmart. I think I was getting some vitamin D, and I mm-hmm. noticed on the lot on the aisle where the medication and all that is that they were out of all kind of cough medicine. They were out of all kind of Alka-Seltzer Plus, but what was filled was all the vitamins. It was like the vitamin row had never been touched. And this wow. revelation came to me, Todd, and I said. That's backwards. Why is it that we're buying all the stuff to heal the body or whatever to cover up the symptoms of what's going on? That's sold out. But the stuff mm-hmm. that can help the body, it's in full supply. It was plenty of emergency. It was plenty of vitamin D, vitamin C, elderberry. But all the cold remedy stuff was gone. What do you think about well, that, Tom? I'm with you. You know, I, I, I love taking my vitamins uh, every day. Mm-hmm. Because I know that those are the things to prevent the illnesses, that will they help to prevent the illnesses from coming on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give me strength and energy and all that good stuff you need. Go out there and do what you do. Yeah. So I'm not going to claim the sickness, you know, but I'm going to definitely make sure do what I do to keep it off of me. 
Yeah, and I tell that to a friend of mine. I mean, you, you, you uh, who always say, I'm not wearing that mask. My faith is in God. I got God in me. And I just, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not doing none of that. And I say, hey, I have no problem with none of what you're talking about. But at least do what you can do for yourself, though. You're just sitting up here. That's not real faith. Just leave yourself wide open to just anything yeah. to happen. And so follow some kind of directions, I'm sure, because he gives us a trail that leads us out of every trial. And the truth be told, we don't often listen and we don't often want to hear it because it's inconvenient. And it's not what we want to do. Getting up in the mornings and you going to the gym and doing all that in the mornings and doing all that as it cold outside. That's not something <laughs> folk just want to do. You understand? No. And I can't say that I'd be committed if I didn't have the treadmill at the house and the stuff at the house and I had to go to the gym. I can't say that I would have that same level of commitment <laughs> that you have getting out there in that cold weather. Unless that's not really a gym. And that's a <laughs> that's a green screen. Hey, I don't know. Hey, you heard Howard Stern say, right? What would he say? Howard Stern said he thinks that hospitals should admit COVID nineteen anti-vax patients. Let them go home and die. Ooh, Tom, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to get in that. I don't, I don't, I don't. <laughs> I can't say that, Tall. I can't say that because I can't say that either because people here go again. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm all for it, but people that have been boosted and got two shots and the booster, they're still catching COVID. Okay. Oh, absolutely. So it's still nothing is ever foolproof, and I can't say the reasons why people do what they do. I'm just gonna obey what he told me to do. This is what he told me. Now, what I have a problem with is when we in the body of Christ start making it deep and spiritual and say God didn't want us to take that. That's not what God told me. So everybody's talking two different languages, and I don't get that because we're supposed to be under one God and one Spirit. So I don't right. get that. So you're not gonna tell me that because that's not what he told me at the beginning of the pandemic. He said this is not a test of your faith. It's a test of your obedience. Right he told me what I needed to do for me. And so I can continue to come to my home and be around the people that I love and make sure they're straight and I'm straight all at the same time. So I'm not going to say that if you say you're not going to take it and you catch it, that I want you to be sick and not be able to get to the hospital. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cold. Yeah. That's cold. But, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? It kind of in somewhat makes a little bit of sense. Because you don't trust them telling you that you need it, but you want to trust them to get you right when you catch it. So it's like a double-edged sword right there. Well, I remember my mother told me, if you keep drinking and driving one day, you're going to get stopped by those police. I didn't believe that she was telling me the truth because I knew how to drink and drive and I knew how to put my beer in between my legs and stir with my steering wheel and still smoke a cigarette. Until one day the police pulled me over. And before mm -hmm. I knew it, I got to hollering, screaming, and screaming, and hollering, and crying, and, and Caroline, and calling for the Lord. And the man had another call come through, and he left me right there. <laughs> I never drunk mm -hmm. and drove again. Okay? Right. So, again, I say a hard head makes what's soft behind. Absolutely. And everybody has to get the consequences of whatever they choose to do. That's me, you, everybody else. We understand that. I understand if I eat pork, my head going to hurt and I'm going to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> like my friends say, just put some vinegar on it. Okay, we understand. Uh, yeah. It's not that we dumb about some stuff. Because, again, I'm, I'm listening to people say they don't want to take the shots, but you'll take aspirin. You'll take diabetic medicine. You'll do everything else. But that's your business. Again, I say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, was Stern, I don't want to get into that because I'm not going to do that one. Because I don't want nothing nah. to come upon me and then I'll be like, oh, what I said. <laughs> what I yeah, no, nah, we're not going to do that. Yeah.
That was pretty deep. Now you trying to lead me to do that with you, but I'm not. I'm not playing them games with you, Tall. I, 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 uh, I got too much on the line to play them games with you, Tall. Hey, we got a lot of work to do, man. Well, we do have work to do, Tall, because there's stuff going on in the world, and we've got to be a part of the change that is about to take place. Okay, I know that you took off last week because you claim you got some kind of stuff you doing undercover that don't nobody know about. But you know. <laughs> And you know what, Tall, I ain't even mad at that because I want you to have stuff to do because the world needs what you got. Hey, great things. Great things. You remember the record with Valerie Gibson? Yeah. Great things. He's doing great things. He really is. Are y'all working together on that? Well, possibly. It's funny you mention that because I just asked her the other day about great things. She was confused. I, I, in fact, don't somebody run go get that on me because I need to call her out. But she was confused. I said that song that says, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. Do you know that mm -hmm. one? That they sing that at the top of the song on Valerie Gibson's song. Yeah. So what song is that called? Because she was calling it something. I said, no, that's not what that is. That's something else. It's called What a Man So. She said that. That's yeah, not it. No, no, no. No, it's great I'm things. Wrong. It's, it is a great thing. Come on now. How do I know the music? Then y'all, the singer don't know, the writers don't know, the, the, the producers don't know, <laughs> Linda didn't man, know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I yeah, mean, let it. me see something. Hold on, Tom. Let me see something. Because I might, because I was like, I want that song. And uh, she couldn't remember what it was. She said, so it. The same thing you said. And both well, of y'all just said I lied. It could be kind of confusing because both of them say, what a man. You feel me? Uh-huh. One says what a man so what and then the other one saying what a man, what a man, what a what a mighty great man. Well why did y'all do that? Why did y'all do that repetitiously like that? <laughs> <laughs> because they're not talking about the same thing. Uh. One is talking about reaping what you sow. And the other one is talking about how great God is. Mm. Let me see so something. Let me see. Let me see if this is it. what it is. What has he done for you lately? Yeah. Okay, so that's what I was saying. I said it's a remix somewhat of In Vogue. Right. So what a man, what a man is an in, that's an In Vogue song too, right? Y'all sample some of this stuff. <laughs> it's all I'm asking. No, I'm not trying to question no. nothing for legality reasons. No, no, no. There's no samples. There's just a few words that was used in that record. Because, you know, you, you, you can't technically, you can't copyright words. You feel me? No. The police will feel you, though. If, 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 if the police, yeah, the, the, the proper authorities will feel you at some point. <laughs> the courthouse will. Steve Harvey. Yeah, somebody getting ready to feel you. But, you know, Valerie's doing great things, and I'm really appreciative of her. I got booked to do this uh, event, and I was like, hey, I'll come, but I want to bring some people with me to, uh, to come. Uh -huh. And Valerie was one of them because I just believe that the girl, man, tall, that gift is for right now on the real. Oh yeah, that album that we did was it's still hot, still good. Wow. You know, good things don't get old. Like good people. 
Wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. Radio listening audience, hold on. Because I see we back on the air. And I've been talking all over the air. <laughs> talking about we ain't on the air, so I can say what I want to say. Now I just look at the light is on. Okay, hold on. Let me say this. If y'all are just getting on and you heard anything ignorant, that was not me. Okay? That was the cleaning lady. So thank you and welcome to the Keep the Morning Moving Morning Show. We're black, glad we're back on the air. <laughs> thank you for hanging in there and jumping on with us. For our Facebook listening audience, you've heard the foolishness because... You know me personally, so you can hear that ignorant stuff. But to the world, we're sorry for anything Tall has said that he shouldn't have said <laughs> over these airways. Okay? Amen. Okay, Tall, go ahead and talk. I was just surprised to see the light was on while we talking. Okay, okay now that boy has he done for you lately. That's actually Janet Jackson. That's who it got the mighty. <laughs> That's who it is. I'm the one confused. What has he done for you lately is Janet Jackson. And the next song that y'all did that had a little taste of it, not a sample like you said, is What a Man, What a Man. Yeah, that's the That's great things. That's great things. Okay. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm full effect and I get it now. Okay. Yeah. Janet record is entitled. Thank you, T. Who, by Valerie? Yeah. No, Tom, no. Absolutely not. That's not it. Well, well that's in the hook. We're saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Well, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to sample some of the music later on this year. Valerie's going to do more singing of your music and the songs that you and Linda came up with and y'all work together because I think you're a masterful team right about now. I think it's for right now. I've also hit up Brandon Johnson, the young boy, the young man. Let me uh-huh. say that. I'm stop calling these grown men. With testosterone boys. Um, this young man, tall, he sent me two songs. If I tell you I'm blown away by the two songs, he had posted up on Facebook yesterday. He mm-hmm. said, Man, I almost got enough songs for an album. So I say, What are your two favorite songs? So he sends me the you know, the little comment, and he told me the two favorite songs that he has. And I'm like, Well, send them to me. What you waiting on? We got stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And Tom, when I heard it, I was like, ooh. It's one in particular that I actually like more than the other. They're both very dynamic songs. But the second one, I believe, I told him, he also needs to run that by KSBJ. Because, I'm going to be honest, if you hear the song, I wouldn't think of a young black man. man. Mm-hmm. I honestly think of a contemporary Christian singer. That that song okay. needs to go, you know, to other stations, to other mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. And be heard, they'll eat it up. Okay. So I'm going to send it to you as well because I want you to check it out for one day for Hot Track Friday. But Brandon Johnson is somebody to look out for. He's a talented, talented young artist that's on the scene right now that I want to I wanna keep close to me to keep away from me. <laughs> 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 uh, no, 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 Come on now. <laughs> but I do work hard for my heart. But I do work hard for my heart. Tamisha Pruitt, that's another one that I'm trying to keep close to me as well. Hey. Onyx as well. You know, I've got some I've got some good singles out here under the belt tall, and I'm just saying that this is the time and the hour that uh, the unusual need to be heard, you know, because it's not the same sound, and nothing wrong with the other sound. It's just a different sound that they all have, and I'm loving it. Hey, and you know, that makes it even more personal when you know somebody that's out here putting in work. They deserve their shot. Now, I just said, I like what you just said about that. When you know them and you know that they're out there putting in the work and they deserve the shot. Because I know a lot of them. <laughs> but not hey. everybody is putting in the work. 
Not everybody is as humble as these that I'm mentioning. That's a lot, right too, on. that humility makes that gift sound even better to me. When you when you can really act a fool in the natural because you got it like that and you choose mm -hmm. not to, you still humble. Like when I said Valerie came in there talking about her head, her back, her neck, and her back was hurt and all that, didn't want to get up there and sing because she was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I can work with people like that because she knows that if God doesn't take over, she just knows she can't do it. She's not trying to rely just on the gift. Alone, right. the gift and the strength of the gift. She's relying on God. And so I love people like that who know that even though they're gifted, a talented, and an anointed, they still relying on God to pull it off. Right on. You know, something that was kind of funny, well, not funny, but interesting. I looked up the first album I ever put out with Randy Hanna. And I found it on Amazon. But you know, I had to order that joint, even though I already have it. It just feels good to be able to order your own stuff. <laughs> oh, I need to order it. I mean, I hey. need to get it from you, not order it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I came to the front door. I'm like, look at this, man. It's the first project I ever put out. I get to deliver to my front door. That's all right. Let's talk about that real quick, Tal, because I think that we we overlook even ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We overlook, I have stacks and stacks of books, and I overlook my own book. And mm -hmm. I don't even, I haven't even read it. Because I think, I think we're our biggest critics, honestly. Right on. Right I think on. a lot of times we don't read or, or listen to our stuff because we're not listening to it or reading it for enjoyment. We're going to mm -hmm. find something wrong with it. And right. say, I should have done this and I should have done that. But in this season, we need to clap for ourselves and pat ourselves on the back because the biggest thing is getting something done. Whether it's you. just perfect or not because we're going to find a flaw because when you're creative, you're going to always find a better way or something you could have did better. Oh, yeah. And you know, I think about how that album was made. It was cut in the closet. It was cut in the closet in my room at home. And the quality of it sounds still really good. I got a lot of great compliments on it. And the guys at the music store, when I played it for them, they could not believe that I recorded that album in my bedroom closet. Let me say this, because that's tacky that you was in your bed. No, I'm just kidding. Because a lot of great songs have been cut in the closet, and, and I've heard rappers make fun of people that was in the closet. And I'm like, dude, I just came to your house and did a drop for you in your closet. You out here right. Facebook stunning. But um, I like what you just said, because... Even though it wasn't in the studio you have now, you started in the closet. While you and I are talking and I just jumped and I saw that light come on for the app, that app was broken. But it wasn't until I say, you know what, the rest works. Me and Tar are going to do what we can do with what we have right now and get on air and get on Facebook Live and do what we need to do. And all of a sudden, while we're talking and, and conversating, the light comes on. I really believe that if you just get started with what you've got already, mm -hmm. everything else you need is going to come to you. Michelle Johnson is on here. She just jumped on, so I probably she probably didn't hear me talking about her son, Brandon. When Brandon put on Facebook last night, oh, I almost got enough music for an album. And I said, what's your favorite two songs? Tell me. And he sent me two of his favorite songs. And I said, well, send them to me. We got things to do. And I listened to him. And I'm like, why is he holding on to these songs? This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes all of us, even no matter how old you are and how skilled you are, we mm -hmm. hold on to stuff for fear of releasing it, thinking it's not done yet. Oh, yeah. Ooh, 
A lot of times we do that. Why, tall? Is that being nervous or scared? <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, I really I don't have the answer for that. I think it's just uh, a confidence thing. Um, you know, it just takes so much to put this stuff out, and you don't want it to fail. I think the so, biggest failure is not doing it at all. I think that it really is. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the biggest failure. You know, I was excited because now I can monetize a lot of stuff with the podcast and stuff. And I remember not starting the podcast only because I was like, I don't have an editor. I don't have this. I don't have that. And blah, 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 blah. And when he finally just told me, girls, get over there and start doing it. As you go, all these people are going to come that you need. But you're going to put out something. You're not going to put it out raggedy. But you're going to use what you have available to use. Because the message oh, yeah. got to get out. And so that's when things started. It was building. It's been building. It can be monetized. A lot of stuff. He's opening doors for those that know they got something. Just Absolutely. put a little bit of it out. Don't hold on to it. I know we're going to try to perfect it. But I just believe I've been, when Mama Praise is over 30 years old. And trust me, I have changed that play so many different ways, so many different times. Tweaking it, tweaking it. Because visionaries are going to always see something different. Absolutely. And current. Absolutely. Yeah, you're not still using that tape and all of that. You're doing something different, right? Oh, yeah, man. I'm telling you, those things are basically ancient now. <laughs> I don't even, they, they're actually in my garage. But, you know. But you're scared to throw it away because you think it's going to be come back because I'd be doing it too, Todd. That thing's going <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I got a little tape recorders and stuff. <laughs> they bring back, a, those, those are friendly reminders. Of where you started. And like I'll never get rid of my first keyboard. I've got several other ones after. But I'll never get rid of that one because that's where it all started. And see, people don't know your story. And when they start seeing that, like I, I, I follow Babyface on Instagram. And Babyface plays his first demo on a cassette player. It's a song he wrote for The Whispers. And the song was uh, Rock Stadium. What? And he played that on Instagram as a demo that he performed himself, and it had everybody in awe. But see, we didn't know that. We don't know the story. But I like that. Now that's another that. thing. You 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 didn't messed around and got in that gym and then got spiritual. Somebody there is a pastor <laughs> that you've been working out with because you didn't got rubbed off some spirituality. When you said that, I said this the other day, and I didn't know how to word it, but this is what I felt. A lot of times people, because they don't see you moving in certain in certain circles or see you out and about, believe you're not doing anything. But I said problem solvers get paid. You'd be surprised at all of the stuff that you're seeing that certain people are really accredited for doing, but they gave the idea. They gave oh, yeah. the, the insight of how to get it done. Somebody else is running with it and, and mm -hmm. taking the credit. But there's always a behind-the-scenes person. And they're the ones that nine times out of the ten are the richest. Because everybody oh, don't know that they're making money off of their creativity and their mind. And they're not telling you all about what they got going on. Like I say, when I go to the store, I'm like my daddy on that. I still turn my back when I pull out money. Okay? So problem solvers are not lazy people. They're actually somewhere quietly thinking and producing and helping other people get where they need to go. And you don't even know how much they have already done. And when you said about Babyface, who would have ever known he wrote the song? Because it's yeah. the whispers that's up front. 
And the whispers up front. And hey, he demoed it. Wow. And he played his version of it. And I was like, really, man, I had no clue he wrote that. And I followed him a lot. But, wow. Um, hey, demo tape, cassette tape. Kids don't even know what that is nowadays. No, and I was horrible with cassette tapes because me, be <laughs> you break I break them, be lipstick in it, it be <laughs> funyuns or stuff in it. I just hey. can't keep stuff up. A friend of mine, Diane Beaumont, one time let me borrow one of her tapes. And I borrowed it, and then when she asked for it back, I gave it back, and it was just nasty. It was just rabbled up, and she's talking about, that's not my tape. I said, girl, you're right. That's not. I had to go buy a brand new one because I had messed that thing up. So, no, I can't deal with that. I couldn't do it. I'm glad hey. we don't have that anymore. Look, we used to have to grab a ink pen and put it inside that little circle and ungravel that thing. We play those cassette tapes. Yeah, you did. You got it good. Yeah, they really do. They really do have it well. And we have it too if we if we get around. That's why I like being around younger people. Because at the end of the day, it's a lot of stuff I get done through the minds of the young. They're more inquisitive. But there's a lot of things that I want them to learn on my own, Todd. It's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world, we better know. We better not be stuck in our ways. We have to have the mind at times of a millennium. We have to think young in order to still oh, yeah. be relevant. Oh, yeah, current. Current. And yeah. I'm not even talking about that old loving hip-hop young. I'm talking about the intelligent young that are really out here movers and shakers making things happen. We can learn right from them. Absolutely. we got to learn how to bridge that gap because we have a lot to give them. And they have a lot to give in return. As Michelle Johnson just said, her son, Brandon, wrote his class song, Summer Creek Class of 2013. She said mm. he's been writing music since he was 20 years old. He just turned 29 at the uh, party we had here. Oh, okay. So, he's yeah, an old man great. in the game already. Deep in the game, hey. I had no clue. I know his story. So, yeah. He had to do something. To help their music to, to almost have it out. So he's been putting in some work. He's putting in the work. And I was listening to a minister uh, on YouTube the other day. And they said, and this was good because it was really true. She said, if you're feeling kind of out of sorts or feeling kind of out of the way, it's because you're not creating. She said, creators have to create. That gives them life. And how she said, whatever you do, Keep creating, keep putting content out there, keep doing what you do. And oftentimes we may, and even I said that jokingly to you, but that's the way some people think. When I see you on uh, on your stories buffing up and all that kind of stuff at the gym, <laughs> some hater, I'm really being honest, said he doing too much. Why he got to show everything he do? But the, <laughs> the, but the real people that really are inspired, like myself, I'm inspired, but I still ain't going to tell you all the time. I'm going to be like, you put a lousy. <laughs> You're a semi-hater. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a semi-hater because I be showing you to other people proud. You know, that's my boy. That's my boy. Okay, but, but to you, I be acting like it's no big deal. But if, nonetheless, if you were to stop because you would think people think it's too much, you messed you up and you won't be happy. If I stop doing the Holy Ghost drive-by, I will be miserable because it's in me to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have to do what you do for you. Yeah. That's that's a great that's the that's the starter right there. If you're not doing it for you, hey man, good luck with that. But even when you're doing it for you, and it's something that God gave you to do for you, it ought to inspire somebody else. Mm -hmm. And because you don't see all that it's inspired, all of who being inspired by it, you think it's worthless. 
And this, that's, that's the biggest lie from the enemy ever. She said he was 10 years old when he was writing his music. I didn't think he was just 20. She said he was 10 years old when he started writing music. And I was doing the same thing, but I didn't never learn to play the guitar even though I had three. So the, you know, focus just was off. But nonetheless, I knew I wanted to do something other than anything else everybody else was doing. I wanted to do something in show business, creativity, you know, and don't, 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 don't hinder your children. I'm glad I had a mother who encouraged that. Absolutely. Don't hinder your children. Talking about you need to get a real job and all that kind of stuff. No, that is a real job. That's their real creativity. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Oh, hey, my daughter is this piano recital. She's playing the piano. That's a good thing for kids as well. You're right. And I want to add this one more time and we're going on, but I want to say this when you just said that about your daughter playing the piano and doing all that and you doing your buffing up and all that and working out at the gym and giving tips and, and all that kind of stuff. It goes back to what we said earlier for those just jumping on and they're jumping on tremendously all over the world. I thank you so much for coming back because you could have just thought we were off the air for good and just didn't come back. So thank you, Sacramento. Thank you, Florida, for tuning in on today. Washington, D.C., New York City. Thank you guys for tuning in. The U.K., thank you guys for tuning in. Chris, the producer over there at the BBC Global OS, thank you for texting and calling and, and, and tuning in on today. All of the people that are tuned in over the world. But I said this to say that, Tom. I said earlier when the system was down, I told you Wait a minute, because I don't know if we can go on. But the more I was trying to get the system up, it was only one platform that was down, and that was the app. But everything right. else was working. And then God dropped it in me. You've got enough to start. <laughs> get right. tall on the phone, see if he's still available, and get started because you have other platforms that are waiting to hear from you. I said mm -hmm. that to say this. There's a lot of times we stop doing stuff because we think, it's not received in this one area. When God is trying to tell you, it's so many areas that will receive what you're doing. Absolutely. You just got to get in the area that will receive it. I'm trying to tell you. Now, here's the deal. I heard delete, delete, delete. And here's go. I don't put that on Facebook because you know how people get mad at people. I'm deleting my Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm you. I'm blocking you. <laughs> new year, new me. I'm deleting you. But All honestly, right. that makes sense. Let me tell you why this revelation came to me. If you've got 5,000 people that are sitting on you and doing no engagement whatsoever, mm -hmm. that lowers your algorithms. Okay? Mm -hmm. You're not getting the numbers that you need. When you start thinking about monetizing for YouTube, Facebook, because if you look at some of these Facebook videos, these people are getting paid. Oh, but yeah. you've got to delete and remove what is not functioning because it's keeping your algorithms low. If you can get with the people that are more supportive and engaging, that raises your views up and your levels up. And oftentimes we're holding on to stuff that's really holding us back. And it's hey. not a personal thing. It's really a business thing and a purposeful thing. Why Absolutely. would you waste all of your content and your time talking to people who are not engaging or don't care? They don't I'm mean that they're bad people. They're just not your people. That's not your target audience. So you got to be intentional with your target okay. audience. I call them lurkers. You call them you who? Lurkers. They yeah, they like, like it. But they don't like to get involved. You know, I don't want to see you in person. But like, I saw you um, doing blah, blah, blah. 
But they didn't say anything? I had somebody do me yesterday. I commented on something they did, and I congratulated them for it. And they said, this is an honor coming from the Holy Ghost Drive by herself. But I never see you comment on nothing. <laughs> you know okay. me. But this again, I don't take it personal. But now I'm looking at it as a business move. That it's unnecessary to have a bunch of numbers that are really holding you back. Then to reduce, like he told Gideon, Gideon, you have too many with you to win this battle. You got to reduce something. Meaning you got people with you, but they're not with you. Right on. And so if you're really trying to get somewhere, because social media is a business. If you start looking at it as a business, not only just because you posting your kids and all that, that's cute. I love her. I love Jerry Little Kid. But I'm saying, <laughs> let's say now you're building up a, a following and mm -hmm. they pay you for content. You're a content creator. You mm -hmm. got to clean it up and focus on the you. ones that are supportive. That's going to help you get to where you're trying to get to. Because now your goal is to get to the people that will receive it. And go tell other people and other people and other people. And therefore you done built up something that's necessary, functional, and can bless people. Right on. So he said you got to play with the algorithms because that's the thing. It's a numbers game. Whereas yep, in know. some things it looks like a lot is more, but less is more. Absolutely. And they wonder... You get the ones that wonder why you never say anything on what they say because we don't interact enough. And I don't see what, I'm not going to your page. I'm not going to sit there and go to all these people's pages and see what they have going on. If you can't put it in the timeline, I'm just going to keep on scrolling. But here's the deal, because I wrestle with that all the time. I'll be like, you don't support, you don't do this, you tagging me left and right. I'm so scared of being petty tall, even though we say I'm petty. <laughs> you said <laughs> we don't. We don't just say it. We don't. No, 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 talk. I really don't want to be giving energy behind energy and being petty because I'm like it's so not in me not to be celebratorial. Right. But sometimes you do feel like why should I give you all this love and accolades and you don't do it? I agree. So I said the best way that's gonna help me create in me a clean heart, renew within me a right spirit. The best way I'm gonna be with that is just cut you off. So I don't have to see it, and we don't owe each other nothing. Fair exchange, no problem. Yeah. Because it is somewhere you're trying to get to, and we're lying if we say it's not. Because people wouldn't tag so many people if they were not trying to get somewhere. Absolutely. I don't tag people. If I tag you, it's because you in it for real. <laughs> you're part of, you're part, <laughs> right. your picture in there. Oh, I admit it, don't you? Yeah. And I want to sit there and throw that shade on you. So I, like I tag you. Right. I like, I like to tag you for shade. <laughs> and I okay. tag you too when it's something funny that I see on Facebook. That's when I tag you. But tag you because I'm trying to push my agenda and I don't support you. I don't know you. I can't never click nothing on your stuff, but yet you tagging me and everything. No, that's that's not good etiquette. Hey, man. Especially when you tagging me for like 50 people I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> 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 Girl, stop it. Remove tag. Remove tag. And I, to me, that's not shady. That's fair exchange and no robbery. I just think that the Bible says that. In order to have friends, you must show yourself friendly. You can't want everybody to do all this stuff for you and you don't show yourself friendly ever. I even told you, if I even accidentally come across your story and it flipped mm -hmm. over to your story, I'm still going to heart it. I may not even know what you said, what you did. <laughs> I just want you to be happy and blessed. Hey, I'm the same way. Hey, guess what? It didn't cost me nothing. Michelle said yeah. it gets it feels good to get rid of dead weight because you do know when it's dead weight. Because once it's gone, you feel free. I'm telling you. 
And you're really robbing yourself of functioning people that will support you and you can engage with when you keep a bunch of stuff on that shouldn't be on there. And I had to go through that. I, I didn't post it. I didn't say, I'm deleting you. You got to go. I just started doing it because I said, we don't engage. We don't. And it was nothing personal because, and here's the deal. If your page is still public, you can still follow and you can still see. That's hey, what you're doing what anyway, said. looking. So you might well, as well be a friend. Exactly. Yeah. I'm the same way. I leave my page open. I have nothing to hide. You come right on over there and see what I'm doing. Like you're doing anyway. <laughs> Just ain't saying nothing. Well, you have to do that, Tom, because what you're doing is to benefit somebody. It'd be different if you're just trying to do that to hobnob and talk to people you only deal with. But when you've been called to bless nations, as we're doing now, mm -hmm. when you've been called to, to reach out to other people, then you can't make your pages private. You have to be open because somebody needs what you're giving and somebody will appreciate what you're giving. And you can't Absolutely. even get mad at the ones that don't appreciate it. That's not your target audience. That's all it is. There it is. Now, I have, like I said, I'm thinking of it as a business now. This is the business. If you want to get those numbers up where they need to be to monetize what you're doing in some things, especially if it's a product that you're selling, you got to get rid of what's blocking that from happening. Absolutely. Right? Okay, that's what they said. They all in agreement on that. So that's what we're doing in 2022, just like you're doing lifting weights to get rid of the weight. Doing your hula hoop to get your waist right and all that kind of stuff. Got to get rid of all them little devils and the residues and all of that kind of stuff that you was eating hey, back in the day. I'm back in my high school waist. Listen, I, I don't want to hear no more about now. it. I really don't. Yeah, I've been trying to be supportive. <laughs> I go to high school Man, I don't care. I didn't know you in high school. I don't care to know you. <laughs> now, we've done, done enough praising you. Enough of that is hey, enough. Hey, I was the first time about my mom. Rest her soul. She asked me one day what, what size did I wear in the waist. And I told her. You know what you told me? What she did? That's a good size for you. Try to stay that size. And I didn't. But I'm back. <laughs> oh, so it's the size now that you are now? Uh, yeah, it's the size I am now. I ain't gonna lie to you. Again, I say. I'm impressed. I am impressed. I, I tell him, I said, look, I said, look at tall. Look, look. I showed to my sister. She said, what? How long? I said, about a year. About a year. It's been about a year <laughs> that he's done this, that he's chiseled down to this. Okay. He's chiseled. Okay. And then I just put the cover over my head. I don't want to hear no more. I don't want to see no more. No. I'm, <laughs> when I see my friends doing well, trust me, I'm your biggest supporter. I'm bragging about you. I'm talking about you to anybody that I know. I'm glad to see you on now. I'm always hardened what you got going on. Even because I, I'm not accidentally falling on it. I want to see what you're doing in the gym. Okay? I definitely want to see what you're doing. So I just believe that people can soar better when they have that kind of support. I'm happy Absolutely. for you. You're doing good and, you, and you're sharing it with the world what they can do because truly you are a motivator to me getting up in the mornings and doing what I have to do just I haven't posted it yet. Because if I fall yeah. off, I don't need nobody saying, hey, I didn't see you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it happens. Falling off happens. Yeah. It's getting back on. Yeah, it's getting back on. Okay? But, yeah. you know, yeah, I don't like to do all that extra posting because, as I say, you're held accountable. But for you, you you need to know that you have a class. We're looking at that. <laughs> We're looking at you. Okay? Hey, let's make it happen. That's what we do. You, you really think it's a joke, but we're building a, here at the station. I ain't want to say nothing, but one of the rooms is a weight training room exercise uh -oh. for the people that will be on air. And I have really visualized you coming and teaching some classes. 
to some hey. ladies in the neighborhood. I really do visualize you doing that. Hey, I can do that. I think you can. I, um, hey, uh, all I got to say is this. I can't make you do nothing you don't want to do. You have to want to do it. That's where it starts. First of all, we're talking about the majority of black women. You're not going to make us do nothing we want to do. <laughs> okay? That ain't going to happen. So, <laughs> so you don't have to worry about that. We understand that. We just want you to come and motivate us and do what we need to do. We need to have a hula hoop class here and something that's interactive and fun and something we can do because the pandemic has caused us, many a people to get laxed. Oh, yeah. And to chill and think you can just eat, eat, eat. But come on now. We the, we don't know how long the pandemic is going to be. So, we, <laughs> we, we, you know, we can't blame yeah. it on the pandemic any longer. No. And if you, you see somebody that has results, and Tall has the results. I know him. I remember Tall. I was so concerned about Tall. He looked just <laughs> like Gary Coleman. <laughs> when I first... <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. Sing it. Don't you know we love you, sweet shady? Come on. Well, well, well. When I used to see him, I said, look at little Gary Coleman. He don't look like Gary Coleman no more, okay? He's been busted out, right. slimmed down, like my grandma say, look like you're slimming. No, no, like <laughs> yeah, you look like little Webster. <laughs> I be wanting to pick you up, get you out of that little treadmill. Come here, let me pick you up and see what you're doing. But you look good. So we got somebody that has some receipts that he knows what he's doing, how to teach. Okay, Michelle and them say it's a good idea. We're going to do that. Not only we're going to do that, I don't know if you play golf, but these are things that my mind thinks of for us right to on. do. We're going to have golfing events, things to go putt-putt to, to uh, what's the name of that place I like to go to? Uh, the golf place. God, I could have got this that quick. You got me on that. I don't, I don't, you know, that's rich folks stuff. Well, it is rich folks. Well, I'm glad you said that. Listen, there's a reason why we go. Because it matters where you go. Because where you go, you're meeting the people that you are called to be. And golfing is not a cheap sport. It's not. Top golf. That's what I'm talking about. We go to top golf. And do, there it is. Thank you, Michelle. I just looked up. She said, yes, top golf. Top golf. I love going to Top Golf. I love talking noise. Now, do I always do good? No. But the noise that I talk is fun. Well, do you play dominoes? I play dominoes. Now, this is what this is the problem. Are oh, you good at dominoes? I'm good at dominoes, but let me say this now, and I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there. Don't holler at me. <laughs> Don't tell me I'm counting too slow. Don't tell me I can't use my fingers to count. Don't do that. Okay. Hey, I'm gonna tell you. I've never lost a game of dominoes. I'm undefeated. Well, listen. Dominoes is nice, okay? But that's what we used to be. Let's play chest. How much? <laughs> no, you can't slam me. I like to slam. No, nah, so you're trying to take us. No, man. You know what I'm saying? Give it, give it, fold them up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I like to do that kind of stuff. Oh, time. my God. You and Michelle are the same. Y'all, y'all, listen. <laughs> let me tell you something. I'm trying to go to another place. She talking about she want to play spades. How did we leave Top Golf to Dominoes and Spades? How did we leave going boating? How did we leave aerobics to go into Dominoes and Spades? How did we leave that? Why are y'all trying to go back? Hey, how many books you see? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to play with you because you don't know how to add your books. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have, you have what's going under. Now, I ain't going to lie. I probably will have you going under because that counting, I'm not very quick at counting, but I know how to play. Okay? 
But y'all stay focused. We go see Dr. Carbons is on here. She would do what I want to do. She gonna want to play golf. She gonna want to do the stuff that rich folks do. Y'all up here talking about some spades and stuff we could do with our cousins and uncles later. I'm talking about going to another place. And that go Denise Washington. Y'all gonna do spades. Me and Dr. Carbon, yeah. we on a whole nother level. We ain't trying to say we better, but we not trying to say we worse. Well, if you count too slow, this coming on ain't for you. Spades ain't for you. Watch that hit that little white ball. Let me say something. Space is for me, but it won't be Facebookable. I'm talking about doing stuff that's Facebookable. I'm talking about doing stuff to take your mind to the next level. Okay, we can play space. We can have a fish fry. Okay, that's at somebody's house later on down the road. But I'm talking about getting out here <laughs> and doing stuff that's going to compel others to want to do it too. I'm talking about taking yacht rides. I'm talking about boating. I'm talking about having a good time that we normally don't do, that we can do. Something different. But the spades, we can bring the spades on the boat. You can do Things it. Things called out there, the jokers and all that good stuff. High joker, low jokers. Oh, my you God. Know. Oh, my God. The level of ignorance. Oh, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you, yeah. Dr. Coppins. I just got one. Will there be one? Just one that really want to do what I'm talking about doing. She said, Jerry P., you have strategies and interventions to help God's people. Yes, thank you, Dr. Coppins, because I believe. That we are an intelligent people, but I believe that there should be some type of balance. And I believe that there are some things that we can do that's going to build up our intelligence and connect us with the right people to get some stuff done. Right on. And some of these well, places that I'm suggesting, that's where the people we need to connect with are going. Because we're hey, that type of people too. Let me just say this. I'm a fast learner. I hate to come out there and beat you in golfing on my first day of learning. Let me tell you okay. something. You may beat me in golf because I don't golf to golf. I golf to flop. Okay? I golf to show you my bag. <laughs> I golf for Facebookable moments. I don't golf to play for real. Okay? Okay, well, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I learned pretty quick. Don't do that talk because I get mad easily. For real, don't do that. I, don't, I really do. And I'm you asking God to do it. the car your leg. <laughs> you don't, don't come out there, and especially if I call the party, the golf party. Don't embarrass me in front of my friends, okay? Don't do that because that will make me mad, for real. I'll, I'll throw the golf clubs down at this point. Okay, Michelle right. says she used to play chess. I've never played chess, but I've watched chess. i watch watched people doing it, and I know that you got to really think those kind of games. I like games that... I didn't, never used to like games that I had to think, but now I want to be a more thinker, critical thinker. That's why I started. Well, what about Monopoly? Game. That's an ignorant game for me. I, I, <laughs> that kind of game right there, this thing, that, my spirit ain't right for Monopoly. I, I'm not delivered from a lot of cussing and fussing. So Monopoly, when you're talking about money and you and I'm seeing my money go, I'm not. That's not going to be good for my spirit. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you got to know what I'm going to do right for you, huh? Go to jail. Go to jail. <laughs> but we need to do that. We have a center here to do all of that, where the creative minds are going to come together and we're going to collaborate on some skills, some ideas. Tall going to teach us how to Zumba. Well, no, not Zumba. I don't have no rhythm. You're going to teach us how to, uh, which can you teach us? What can you do for us? Well, I know you probably struggle with drop off with your feet. <laughs> don't do me. Don't do me. Don't do me, Tom. I teach you how to jump rope. But, you know, I know you're going to buy your thumb on that rope quite a few times when you get down. Oh, Tom. My God, my God. Oh, my God. Tom. I had to get you back from the Gary Coleman. Oh, You know, I'm, I'm that kind of person. I'm going to let you clap. <laughs> and I'm going to come on back later on down the line. <laughs> Tom, that was kind of hurt for real. I don't know why that would hurt today because I wasn't expecting it. I think you did it so nasty. 
Because I didn't expect it. I thought we had got over the Gary Coleman joke, and I had made it. Yeah, that boy said, I can't, I can't jump rope because my feet. Oh, Tom, that was ugly. I'm Ooh. just saying, you know, I know it takes a lot of good coordination. <laughs> and I know, you know, they struggle a little bit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, I'm done. Yeah, Denise wants the monopoly. Again, I say, you and your Get Fresh Ignite crew can hang together, but we're talking about something on another level. We're going to teach dance. Denise going to teach dance. She can do it. Right on. Okay. Now, what can you teach us aerobically? Oh, we're going to do some stretching. We're going to do some um, ab roller, some, some ab workouts, you know, good things like that. You know, mountain climbers. Those are great. You so, know yeah. what? Did you say mountain climbing? Rock climbing? Mm -hmm. Mountain climbers. Well, it ain't type, it ain't the type of mountain climbers you're taking. What is it? Uh, it's the one where you gotta get in, get in the push-up position, and you gonna run like you climbing the mountain, right there in place. And that's gonna do that's gonna get the abs right for you, though. Wait a minute, I like that that you said that, but let's just say Dr. Collins has rebuked you all, all of you, and I thank God for her. She said, we desire new levels, new knowledge, of new experience with new people. Let's change what we have always done to something new. I'm in total agreement with her. Can I get one thug to say amen? <laughs> <laughs> one domino amen. 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 Good. Denise says, good, uh, cool, dancing. Yes, she can dance. She can teach us some dance, teach me for real, some you're not lying about that because I did do lose a lot of weight some years ago when I was younger. I got in that garage and just danced like on flash dance. Mm -hmm. And that does burn calories. You're absolutely right about that. So it's it, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just got to get with people that want to do it. Absolutely. And guess what? What? You don't have to have no rhythm. So you in. Tom, stop it, man. You swing it too hard. It's like you on a vendetta. You know, who sent you? You can get it going right on in. Uh-uh, who sent Don't you, Don't really need it. Mm. You know, that we ain't going to laugh at you. Mm. Uh, none of that. We're going to just let you do what you do. Mm. Don't love yourself. Mm. You don't like that, do it. All the compliments I gave you about how snatched you look, how buff you look, and here's what I'm getting from you. I'm just trying to help a sister out. That's all I'm trying to do. I don't need do. your little ashy bow You <laughs> almost cussed you. No, no, okay. But, uh, Dr. Uh, Coppin said that's how we grow. That's right. Learning new things. So we're going to do some new things. This is not just talk just to be talking. This is stuff that God has been downloading in my spirit. I had a pastor, Pastor John Ogletree. That's who it was. And I had uh, the club Diff the Difference on the other side of Alameda. Not the club we have here now, the Difference. And I invited him to honor him for his church. And he mm -hmm. gave a word to me, and he said, and I forgot the scripture where it was, but he said, you are anointed to throw parties because it's apostolic in the move. It's, it's gathering people together. Right and he said, never think that it's worldly what you're doing. It's spiritual mm -hmm. what you're doing. And when I was talking about this, he just dropped in my spirit. That man gave me that word. I just wish I remember who he said I was in the Bible that did that. But here's the deal. I do believe that I'm a gatherer. And I do believe we need to gather with the people that want to be gathered. Absolutely. And we can eliminate who don't want to be bothered. Because there's nothing more bothersome than sitting up there looking at somebody mad and disgruntled. Okay? But if you got other people like we're doing now, going back and forth about ideas and concepts, I love that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Absolutely. So we're going to make it happen, Tom. But you always show yourself. And I'm not going to speak that over you. But when I invite you to do stuff, you either gone somewhere or playing like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you. Okay. I'm going to show up and I'm going to send you where you came from. Instance, wet and mad. <laughs> I want it, tall. I'm like, I'm like, I'm watching you, tall. I ain't gonna let you outdo me ever. So <laughs> I, if I'm not gonna let you outdo me, I need to find out what you're doing. So I'm, I'm not even mad at you at that, tall, because you are an inspiration, and I believe that you're gonna inspire many of our listeners. Because I have so many people that hit me up on a daily basis. They're bored, tall. They want, they want stuff to do that's healthy, but they also want stuff to do that's safe. And that doesn't mean that they don't have any faith and they're scared of COVID and all that. That means they're wise. Right on. So they want to know how they can maneuver wisely and still yet have fun. And you have to be wise. Because I'm telling you, the minute somebody gets on a machine next to me and they see that I'm covered and they're not, I just politely move. You know. So, yeah, you can do it safely. I like that about you too, though, on the real, because most men would almost think that it doesn't look manly or macho, if that's the word, if you're sitting up there the only one covered like you covered, because you be covering for dear life. You look like one of them people <laughs> across the waters somewhere. You be covered, covered. But that's a good thing that you don't let the pressure of others cause you to do something different because you realize you got a family to go home to. Plus, your daughter had COVID, so you ain't trying to play no games. No, 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 no. I got grandkids to go to. 